Welcome back, it's three brothers. It's a guest cast. It's a hockey cast. I got we got our guy, our local resident hockey super smart dude here. Marcus is in the house. My man Marcus here. About to break down Kaprizov, Kirill. Kirill the Thrill. Kirill the Thrill. Kirill Kaprizov. Why we should all be excited. We don't know anything about, about hockey. We don't know anything about shit, about, about anything. Marcus, tell us why we should be excited as Minnesotans. So here's, there we got a lot of reasons to be excited about this young man. Uh, first of all, he is barely 23, and he is already playing the game like a superstar. How long do we have on a contract right now? I have no idea. I don't That's know. Fine. That's, That's fine. a good question. For a while, I though, should right? know that. Uh, it's a bunch of years, a handful at least, right? I, I gotta hope so. But so here's the deal with Kirill. He, we have been trying to get him to come back over here for years. <laughs> Finally, we got him, and watching him play, what excites me about him is. He changes the game. We've not had a player like him. What position is he playing? Left wing, right wing, center? He's a wing. Um, it'd be great if he was a center, but he's not, and that's just fine. Do you know, is he a left, right? He's a, he's a, le- he's a, le- uh, he's a lefty. Left um, wing, left shot? He, he's, a le- he's a left shot, probably going to play a left wing, um, considering that one or f- Two or three games in, he just went between his legs and tried to roof it. Who cares what side of the rink he tries to play on? Doesn't matter. So he's a first kid, line, top line he's winger. A top, he's a top line winger, top flight winger. Um, he is. He's the best player the Wild have had since Marion Gabrick. Whoa, Gabrick sighting. Maybe better Ew. than. Maybe the best player the Wild have ever had. Wow. Um, he, there's, I, I would ask anybody, tell me the last time you've watched a wild play and you found somebody where the other team was actually concerned about the player the wild put on the ice. So, so, um, what is somebody like, uh, Nathan McKinnon? Is he, is he a winger? Uh, I, th- I think, McKinnon, I think McKinnon's a winger. Uh, I, th- so I think, I think he's McKinnon's at that level. Winger. Yes. He, he's like that. I, he, he should be, and we hope that he um, elevates to that category because Nathan Nathan McKinnon. So that that's the kind of player that that's the kind of player we think we have. Because Connor McDavid's the center, right? Connor McDavid's the centerman. But the kind of, the what I think what we what we want and what what the uh, the exciting thing is that we've not had a player 
who steps on the ice and everybody says, watch him, watch this guy. Um, when McKinnon steps on the ice against a wild, <laughs> as much as we hate to admit it, we mostly say, oh shit, I hope he doesn't score. For the first time in the entire franchise history, we finally have a player we put on the ice and the other team should be saying, oh shit, I hope he doesn't score. He is that good. He's that dangerous. He's that talented. He's that creative. See, this the kid score, is, is the, the real deal. opportunity from for somebody else. Yes. He, he creates opportunities for himself, for somebody else. He... Just just watching him play for a few games, the kid first of all, the kid is the kid is better than most other players on the ice. He's right. he's young, he's he's actually he seems to be humble enough, which may cut against him for a little while, that he is a good teammate. But he's that good. He is that good that he needs to realize that he is better than most other players on the ice and he just needs to play and take control. And it's it's fun to watch him skate around and do what he can do. Um because we we've not we've we 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 don't we have not had a player like this. He changes he changes the game. He tilts the scale, he tilts the ice. It's fun to watch him play. Um, it, it's it's flat out. It's it's just exciting to be a wild fan again to see and what you, someone like this can do. So you've seen that in every game, but like, so I know first game he comes out, he scored, whatever he assisted on one of the first two games. He assisted on the game winning goal. He scored the game winning goal. Like came out firing, but he's yeah. still. So we're eight games in now, nine games in, whatever. Yeah. He's still. Yeah. He's still it's, that guy, right? He's he is. He's at, he's still that guy and he's better than that guy because he, he he his points, his goals, his assists, all the stats will come. But I'm I'm less concerned with that when you watch the way the game flows when he's on the ice. Every time he's on the ice. They lost 5 to 1 tonight. They lost 5 to 1 tonight. <laughs> They got their asses kicked. It that yeah, yep, yep. Case closed. They got their asses kicked. Avalanche were better. Maybe they're a better team this year. That's fine. Absolutely. Fine with that. Kaprizov is the. He has the potential to be to be one of the next superstars. He is that much better than everybody else on the ice, except for a few guys. And it's special. And it's. And we should enjoy it, and we should, we should have fun watching him. He does. He doesn't even know yet how good he is and how good he can be. He is that good. We've not seen a player for the Minnesota Wild change the flow, change the dynamics, be dangerous, be scary. We've always, we've spent years watching Patrick Kane and a number of other players Drunk scare us every time they're on the ice. We finally have a player that other teams need to be Wish afraid of every time he's on the ice because he might score. That's what that's what's fun about watching him out there. 
I'm not too concerned about what he does and really what the team does this this year. This I mean, year. I mean, they're not that ready to compete. I mean, no, they're they're building up for next year. And they're good. Years and they're years. a good team. How do they get better? They're a good team. There are holes in the team. Yeah, that's fine. They've got they. I think everyone knows they need to fill the center. They've they've got holes. That, I mean, that that's their biggest hole. There's. I don't think there's any question about that. The GMs acknowledge that. There's, that's what they've got to do. Um, it's just fun to watch them again with a player uh, who is that exciting and and who you know every time he steps on the ice, something fun, something crazy can happen. And we we have not, we've simply not had that for years, if ever, in the franchise. And and you you. You put that with a, an actual good team, and now you've got something. But we've still got some work to do. We've still got a ways to go to what get there. What are we missing? Uh, what are we missing? We other than centermen. Other than centermen, not a whole lot. Not a whole lot. This this team can compete and this team can play with just what any team in the league. When you fill that hold on the middle, but. That's a big hole. But it's that's, not easy to find a centerman, that's, right? That's not easy to find a big a number one centerman. What did you tell me earlier? It's like finding a franchise quarterback. It's like, right? oh yeah, all we need is the number one as the number one centerman. Oh. Well all we need is a franchise quarterback. Well but we don't have Oh one yeah, congratulations. <laughs> that's you know, you got we a good team a otherwise, but you're missing your most important position. Do we even do we even have a two centerman? Maybe. Who is he? We might. We got a. Who is he? We might, but we, um, you know, you want to compete at that level to win the cup. We've got a, we've got some work to do, but it's at this point, as a Minnesota hockey fan, I'm more interested in just watching Kaprizov and seeing what he can do. I mean, the fact that the kid a few games in, a few games in, realizes that he's got a two on one, but also realizes he doesn't have enough steam. He's gonna get caught creates some kind of separation and goes between his legs and gets a shot off and almost scores. We've not seen anything like that in this franchise for two decades. I love so watching that, seeing that, hey, you know what? I'm guy. just, I'm just, We're let, all it, in let it ride. Let's train. see what he can do. We're, We're all in on yeah. like Rizzo train. Absolutely. Wait for that is he alone going to bring us the cup? No, he's not. No, he's not. But he's going to get us? He's not going to bring us the cup alone. But we cannot get there without he, a guy like but, that. But, like, but he's also a guy that attracts talent, too, though, right? Like, you need a guy that's, that's a guy. You need a guy. You need, you need some supporting cast. Yeah. And you need some things Absolutely. that are... Absolutely. I what I one of one of my favorite pieces of the wild off season. You're gonna this want year. to play with him. What? Yes, exactly. Will he one, stay here long term? I, yes, I for, think so. One for, of my for one, one of my favorite him, right? one of like my favorite moves. At least here for four years. Yeah, and I don't I don't know how his contract I, works. I, I actually think I, we have a lot less control of him because he, of how long he's stayed in Russia. Yeah, I, I gotta. Like I, he's been there for like five yeah. years. I admittedly would need to spend a little bit of time to figure out how that works with all that. One of my favorite pieces of this offseason is the wild signing Marcus Foligno. Has nothing to do with the fact that we share the same first name. 
But he is the kind of guy that if you want to win hockey games and you want to win in the playoffs and you want to build a team and a culture and a franchise that knows how to win, that's the kind of guy that I think you build around. Winning hockey games is not pretty. Winning the Stanley Cup, winning playoffs is not pretty. You got a great grind. you You can win... You can you can find yourself in the top ten of sports center and all that stuff, but winning hockey games is not pretty. Winning hockey games is nasty. It's hard. It's dirty. It hurts. It fucking bleeds. It's painful. Marcus Foligno is the kind of guy that you need on your team to win hockey games. And if we want to win the Stanley Cup, that's the kind of culture that we need. Someone who knows how to get in there. And just do it. Do it for the best of the team. He's not going to score a lot of goals. Maybe he will. Maybe he won't. He probably won't. But what he knows is he's going to get his ass in there. Get in the crease. Get in the corner. Get in some fights. Make things nasty. Make it tough. He's going to get things going. That's the kind of hockey team that we need to get things going. And that's... I, I, I like I like where this... I like what Garen's doing. So, so where do you got us at in terms of like making the playoffs or like or like competing in in the West or whatever it is? Like, do you got us a year out? Do you guys two years out? Do you got us? I I think I I like I like our compete level right I now. I mean, honestly, of course we we're we're open. Like, if it's next year, we need this or that to happen, yeah. or we need a guy to develop, yeah. right? We talked earlier, Marco Rossi might be a guy. Or do we trade for a guy? Do we, like, there's obviously some things. Is that just our team next year is that much better without doing anything right? Right. I, I don't, you can't. What do we, uh, what do you got to say? A year out, two years out from, yeah, like, I, being, a, being, a, being a team? Right? I, 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 think we're, I think we're one or two. You can't, this team is, this team is too good and has too many good young players to blow it up and if you're gonna say we're multiple years out then you might as well be talking about blowing it up and this team is too good to blow it up we have we have too many young but good top end players and, and to, to do that are, are so, guys like Parisi and Suter still good enough to keep them I mean, like on the team in yes. a sense. Like, are they still playing at a good enough thing where you like? Yeah. Because they still have. Yeah. I mean, maybe four or five years left, which is unfortunate, right? Yeah, they've got years on their contracts still. Probably too many, but they're still playing at a good. Are, are yeah. they still playing at a good enough rate I, where they should? I mean, as unfortunate as it is, do they keep yeah. playing or do you start looking at buying them out? They're they're expensive. Um, one of the questions I would ask is okay. Let's say you want to buy him out. What is your alternative? Who are you going to put in there? Fair. And for what? Fair. What are your options? So, yeah, Parisi and Suter might be overpaid at this stage of the career. Maybe they're getting more than their production. But I would ask the question of, okay, can you find me somebody that's going to contribute more and be more valuable than Suter? And also get him for whatever you think it is that you can possibly get him. But I know we're live. The question is, podcast. question's probably no, is you can't. And if you can, great, awesome. But I highly doubt you can. Um, there's no question that they're on the twilight end of their career. 
absolutely. And I, I'm sure they recognize it as well, as well, and then they appreciate it. But those guys, I mean, Preezy's still grinding. He's in the corner. He's in the crease. He's getting points. Suter's doing exactly what you think. Suter's never been a flashy player. I mean, right. the guy... You know, I mean, there's, they're working. Hardly, they're working. They're not. He, they're not he just, hardly moves his feet, and you think, oh, he's not even working. He's just sitting there lazy out there. But it turns out he's still one of the best defensemen in the NHL. That's the way he's always been. He's, that's not going to change. So we've got those guys. You know, you, wa- watching them and watching for the flash for those guys to confirm or validate their value is never going to happen. What you, what those guys provide is, is solid NHL top-end caliber. Uh, they're still playing very good They're hockey. They're still absolutely supply. And, and and also remember... Good enough, or good enough hockey. Maybe they, they're not... They, they're they of course signed, not as good as they were, right? They signed at seven, eight years ago dollars. Those are different dollars than what they are today. Sure. So those guys are still, yeah. Are they overpaid for what they're doing today? Probably. But, but that's the way the, that's the way the NHL works. And if, if someone says we're better off without them than with them, I would highly question that. Are we better off with them at a lower dollar value? Well, sure. Every le- every play, every team in the league is better off with their older guys at a lesser dollar value. But that that's it's not, not the way works. the NHL works. You, 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 you want to compete. Guys, you want to play. You got to you got to pay to play. You're underpaying the younger guys and overpaying the older guys. That's right. That's the way it works. I mean, so that's every sport. we've got Kirill Kaprizov, who we're paying pennies on the dollar to contribute what he does. For and we're season. and we're paying so Suter and Prezi and older guys. So that's just the way it works. That that see, won't change. Everything I see online, which can be argued because it's all online, is that after this year, Krill the Thrill becomes a free agent. There's no way that he's like an unrestricted though. I'm sure they can pay him whatever they want. That he signed a two-year entry-level contract. Yeah, Which I don't know. Means, I mean, everything on online is saying the Wild will essentially have to sign after this season. We'll have to sign him to a long-term, one-way, full NHL contract. Yeah. But as of yeah. right now, this is the second year of a Crazy. two-year entry-level contract. Yeah. All right. Well. Yeah. Well, they'll the pay him man- everything he wants, and I so bet you there's pay the man his money. Yeah, I'm that, sure there's some things of like if, if, he, if he stays, money. he pay he makes probably way more than if he leaves. There's you probably pay that man. Pay, his, he's getting paid nothing this year. There's no question that man. The, you pay that young man his money. He Minnesota gets his money. Minnesota Wild signed Krill Kaprizov to an entry level contract. Yeah, he gets his money. There's no question about that. They kept they kept signing him to a basically a two year contract to every keep year him available. for the last five years right. with the hope that on the He'll second come. year he will come. Which is this is technically the second year of the third two year contract. Very interesting. But I'm sure that they're very confident that Yeah. He's uh he's a transformational player. And you don't stumble upon transformational players all that often. Right. So he's that good. It's in uh And I feel like that's the thing of monk sports is that if you stay with that team you're gonna make far more than if you were to trade team. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, yeah, it's it's fun. It's fun to watch him this year because it's clear that it it's clear watching when he's on the ice. 
the other teams take notice. Uh, All right, so we, we've uh, not had a play. We have not had a player that are, we have not had a player that other teams actually care about. Marcus, last question though, well, like, how do you feel about like the goalie situation for the Wild? Um, we you signed know, Cam Talbot. I, th- I, I was, think I was. I, I'm, a, I'm, good, I'm good with that. I'm good with the situation. Well, I like think, coming into next year, like when we're gonna be start being good, do we got guys? Yeah, coming I, up, are we got guys now? I think I, uh, I I'm good with the situation. I think uh, the we have we have we have three legitimate goalies right now. Um, Talbot not being in. Uh, and Talbot's got like this year, or next that, year, or something. That, that's that's a that's tough. He got a. Random, completely fluke injury that, I mean, it's just. It, Who's that? It shouldn't happen, but it happens. Cam and Talbot. It's, that's the way it goes. Um, that's our like our normal starter. Right yeah, now. yeah, Cam, Cam yeah, Talbot. Yeah, an absolute ding on us. That came from Calgary. A stupid puck. Yeah, you get every once in a while. Yeah, it slides in and in a spot where there's no pads, but it sh- it should. It never happens, but yet every once in a while it does. Um, but uh, no, he'll be good. He'll be back, um, and I and I think I I'm excited to see him come back and play. Um, he he's legit. That guy that guy can play in the net, um, and I think we got two good backups. Um, Stalock is a funny Stalock is an interesting backup. He adds a little bit of juice to the lineup. You'd not you'd not think that from a backup goalie, but um, he. I mean, you watch you just you just watch the games when he plays, and I mean the guy likes the the guy he likes plays to play. The puck he, a lot. he plays the puck like he he's a sixth defenseman. He plays the puck. So yeah. like you know it's uh, it, it it adds something to the game. It adds something to the team. Gives him a little juice. So if you think you lose something going from your your starting goaltender to to a backup goaltender. You know, is he maybe, gonna be? Is he gonna be back this year? I I I think he is. Um, I don't know what's wrong with him. I don't. Uh, you know, I don't. Yeah. Don't. I'm. You know, I'm not the team doctor, and certainly don't quote me on that. I, I guess I wasn't. I wasn't prepped for, for for so many for so many years. But I think he'll be back this year. But I, I have but no I don't idea. Know. Yeah. I don't know. And then Kakinen. Yeah. Other than the great name. But uh, I, you know, I, I like what he's done so Solid. far. You know, I like what he's done so far. He uh, upper body injury. You know, he'll uh, he's he's they love that you know, he's uh, he's made some phenomenal saves. Um, he's thirty three years old. I don't think he's been. Capo? You know, Capo? he hasn't. No, uh, that sounds right. You know, when, I was gonna when, say when you play with him, he's a backup goaltender. He's, he's the puck you want to at least like, don't Paul lose us games, and, I, and he hasn't done that. So. Um, you know the goaltender situation is, I think at least so uh, at least at least good. And when we get Tablet back, it'll be it'll be great. So. Hey, we love it. That's our resident fucking hockey expert, Marcus, telling us everything we need to know about hockey. We don't know anything better, and he fucking tells us like it is. We're gonna check back in with him after a little bit and see how the Wild keep doing. See how. Kirill the Thrill keeps doing. He's he's Man. gonna win the Rookie of the Year. What do they call it? Is the Calder, the, the Calder Cup. He's winning the Calder, Calder, guys. Bet on that shit. If you got a decent line on it, plus anything, oh, put it plus on. Plus anything, put it on. Yeah, 
If it's minus decent enough, take it on him. He's winning it. The Calder and Carrillo the Thrill for that. Decent man. Take it in. Signed off on fucking three brothers. Check mark it. Stamp it. Send it to the bank. It's coming. Come back at you guys soon. Peace.